Hey, Amanda. Hey, Kristen. We have an awesome episode today. So good, so good. Our first recurring guest? What do you call that? Yeah, first recurring guest, but also our first guest. Who's back? Ah, so good. Guys, it's Allie. It's Allie. Tis the season of Allie is what I call this episode because it's truly, truly... Once, you know, September's done, October rolls around, it's like, get ready for the, her fun little projects. <laughs> December Daily and One Little Word is what we're talking about today. And, I mean, she kills it, right? Like, I mean, it's, right, it's the holiday of Allie. If you've never done December Daily, we talk about it. If you have done December Daily, we talk about it. <laughs> um, if you've never done One Little Word, we had a one little word episode, so hopefully you listened to it. If not, it, go back and listen to it because it's awesome. But also, Allie explains what it is. They're both amazing projects. They're both two totally divergent projects, and I love them both. But we're going to get into them. And the one thing that I also wanted to talk about is that this is by far the best After Chatter episode that we have had, period. Amanda kicks it off by asking Allie an incredible question. She just was like, I'm going to go for it. And I'm going to ask Allie this question. And we have the most incredible conversation with Allie about friendship, adult friendship, how hard it is to make friends and keep friends. And Allie like- self-proclaimed that she's a bad friend. So I just needed to just tear that apart and hear from her perspective, like, what do you mean? Like, it's it. it so she goes into that. But that was also something that was planted in my head from her first interview. She had mentioned that in her first interview. And I remember like, ooh, got to go there with her. And then we just never did. And then we got this amazing opportunity to talk to her this time around. And yeah, just went for it. And she was game, which is what we love about her. Just like she's always so game for what we want to like pick her brain about. Because Allie's the best. She's so, like, the best. Once you're done listening to this episode, you need to listen to the Patreon After Chatter Show, our crafty ass after, our crafty ass female After Chatter Show, which is amazing. It is the Patreon exclusive benefit that you get for supporting us at the five dollar level. If you are not a Patreon subscriber, it is the best way to support us as crafty ass females. You can go over to Patreon.com/slash/craftyassfemale and support the show we don't really take on any sponsors because you guys are the sponsors to our show we try to run it like pbs style so that (laughs) i know it's so much fun right that's good um so that you can support us at the level that is good for you i think that it's amazing that we have the best listeners on the planet um you guys are fantastic and i i love it that you guys get to tell us like what you want Instead of like, oh, corporation this, corporation that. We want to say this sponsored ad. We want to see this sponsored ad. No. We want to make the show that you guys want to hear. We want to make the show that Amanda and I want to make. And because of listeners like you, we're able to do that. So if you want to go over to patreon.com slash craftyassfemale and support the show, you will be able to listen to the amazing Ali Edwards after chatter show audio and video depending on what level you subscribe at. And you can join us for the amazing Crafty Ass Female Book Club, which just started again this past Friday with Amy Tangerine's Craft a Life You Love. And we are diving deep into this amazing book with weekly 
discussion questions, PDFs, and it's just going to go through the fall with our lovely low impact and fantastic, just warm and cozy feelings of chatting about this wonderful book. Totally. And I think it's a good, it's a good gear up for a new year with all the knowledge that Amy has. And it's in this like a workbook sort of in her book. So it's like a good like end of year reeval, you know, like launch pad, I guess, into a new year. So it's, it's the right book, the right time. It is absolutely the right book and the right time. It fits so well into our theme of season three, mm-hmm. work smarter, not harder, which Allie has a ton of really good things to say about. Yeah. I I love everyone's kind of musings on this theme so far this season. So much. And I, I also encourage when you're listening to Allie's episode to watch and well, not watch, obviously, but like to listen to how she thinks, because as I was re-listening to it to do the show notes for the episode... She poses so many, how do I have, like she, she, the way that she thinks is in questions, like real problem solving questions, like almost about every topic that we came up with. So I just encourage you to like pay close attention to that because it was so interesting to listen back and say, oh, this is how this woman solves problems. And this is how us crafty as females like think, like we don't think in just thoughts. It's like, ooh, how can I achieve this? Or how can I show this so it was just interesting she did it a whole bunch of times <laughs> it was cool it's awesome she yeah. is such a great thinker she's such a great female role model in that way of like well i know i want to get to this point so how do i get there yeah and so i think let's head over to Allie. but first guys remember we had an, another episode with Allie. so if you sign up for patreon you not only get this episode of Allie Edwards After Chatter Show, you get last episode of Allie Edwards After Chatter Show. And what do we have now? Over 25 episodes of the After Chatter Show. You get audio if you sign up for the $5 level. You get video. You guys get to see me and Amanda on video. Along with every guest we've ever had on video, Allie Edwards, Amy Tangerine, Brandy Kincaid, and so many amazing women. And you get to support Amanda and I doing crafty, amazing things, putting out the show that you love every single week. And you get to be a part of this amazing community, private discord. And we just love putting out this show for you guys. And we just want to do the best that we absolutely can. So without further ado, the amazing Allie Edwards. Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hey, Amanda. (laughs) Hey, Kristen. Hey, Allie. What's happening? We are back with Allie Edwards. <laughs> and we always do a dance. We always do a dance that no one can see. But we're just like happy to talk. First return guest. Yay. I feel super honored. Thank you. We had an amazing conversation last time. And if you guys don't know Allie Edwards, she is an amazing scrapbook extraordinaire. And we today are going to chat about two of her awesome projects and the meaning behind them. And we're going to really get I think into the meat of the reasons behind 
why we document and why we are the creative people we are. So welcome again, Allie. It's a tall order. It sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Let's do These it. These are things we've been doing for years and years and years. Like September comes around and it's like Allie Edwards season. <laughs> like, so ready for the And I'm like, this is the crazy season. Yeah. <laughs> basically yeah. what I feel like about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big project we're talking about first is Allie Edwards' December Daily. And if you have not participated in December Daily. Allie, why don't you tell us a little bit about December Daily, what it is, how it started, and we'll go from there. Okay, so the basics of it is that it is a December memory keeping project. That's kind of the the bottom line basics. Um, From there, people kind of approach it in a variety of different ways. What I've chosen to do and what works for me is focusing on one story per day in December. I do December 1st to the 25th because by the 25th, I am done. (laughs) Um, And for me, that's mainly because I actually work on the project every day in December. And obviously not everybody that doesn't work for everyone. Not everybody can do it, but that's kind of my personal commitment to the project. Um, So every day I tell a story, you know, use a photo or multiple photos and then do up a how-to slash blog post that goes up the next day. So for me, it's, there's a whole bunch of other things that go into it besides just really being a way to embrace and celebrate the season. I think that for me, when it gets down to it, that's what I like about it the most is that it helps me focus on what the most important things are in December. It's kind of an attitude shift. I think that's that's one of the underlying currents of the project, even though I think when people come to it at first, they're like, yay, it's a Christmas project. Yay. You know, blah, blah, blah. But really, it's like, how can you embrace whatever season you're in during December? It's not, you know, to make it more complicated or to add something to your schedule during the month because as you know a lot of people have really crazy decembers with a lot of family obligations and other things going on and school plays and work projects and all that kind of stuff um for me it's a way to just to really hone in and focus on the most important things that's kind of what i try to do awesome the the attitude shift i love that you said that because that i feel like kind of what the season brings with it like a little yeah, like with the jingle bells, it's like a little jingle in your attitude yeah. that you're trying to find. I feel like yeah. you can get wrapped up wrapped up in the other stuff. Right, for sure. Yeah. And I think one of the words that comes up a lot for me is kind of the magic, right? Of, <clears throat> excuse me, trying to, to identify and locate and um, tell the story of how does magic find its way into your season, even in very little things. Um, again, a lot of people, when they hear this project, they think, it's like document every single thing that you do every day in December. That's totally not my approach. You could do it that way. I don't want to do it. Like that's a lot of work, Um, which is why I try to focus on one story. And that one story could be, you know, going to the dentist. Like it doesn't have to necessarily be a holiday related story if you don't want it to be. Um, I've included a variety of different everyday life kinds of stories over the years, but I would say for the most part, mine are focusing on different kind of holiday-related thoughts, feelings, observations, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And has it always been like that? I think so, kind of. So the way that I looked back on my blog to see actually, like, when did did this start? And 
for me, the first year that I did it kind of in the way that I'm doing it now was in 2007. And before that I had done, um, the journal your Christmas. I'd done that for a couple, I think I did it for two years before then. And that Schmiel's project that has, um, kind of a more directed storytelling approach, right? She has specific things to focus on, some of its past things, some of its present things. And I did that for a couple years. And then really what I wanted was something that was a more everyday life approach, um, focusing on everyday life stories that were happening. And then, so 2007 was the year when I kind of shifted it for myself and said, okay, I'm going to make, I'm going to set up some sort of album in advance, which has been part of the way that I've always approached this project is kind of a shell, um, a shell foundation where I work on it usually in October or November and get something set up to make it a little more manageable to focus on the stories in December. But I think for me, it's always had that everyday life component, um, which I think is part of what differentiates it a little bit too. So what are some of the things that you would say you do or other people can do to set up a project, say, in October or November, that still gives you room to celebrate, say, the everyday stories or the stories you know might be coming up in December that you already know you're going to want to document? Sure. So my, my approach is this idea of foundation pages, which some people love and some people hate. And I'm like, do what works for you. You know, you do you. Um, <laughs> what works for me is to spend some time, usually in October is when I do it, where I get all my products together. So whatever, you know, there were years where we didn't have specific products and I was just buying, you know, whatever Christmas products were available. Like I had a mishmash of all kinds of different things. Um, and I would gather it all together and I would have a basket and here's my Christmas slash holiday, December, whatever stuff. And then I would figure out, okay, what size album am I going to do this year? And a lot of those earlier ones, um, I made covers for them, right? They were chipboard covers or they were acrylic covers or they were some other sort of thing. Because at that point in time, we didn't have as many, like even smaller album options available. Things were just different. Um, figure out what size I was going to do. And then I would start kind of building these pages. And early on it was, I liked using numbers a lot. And so I would number them and I would just be like, Oh, day one is like a transparency and here's a number one on it. And for me, I don't really worry as much about what the story is going to be on that particular day. I think some people have a hard time wrapping their head around why would I set something up in advance when I don't know what the story is going to be? And for me, I actually like having a little bit of creative restraint or, you know, creative, um, what's the right, what's the right word? You know, like parameters. Yeah. Parameters or, or restrictions almost, which to me, that's not a negative thing. Like I'm taking away some of the choices so that yeah. when December comes, I'm not like, Oh, I have 500 products here that I could use. It's more of, and today it's usually like with divided page protectors, I can be like, okay, day one, I'm going to work with these four three by four pockets. Um, after I have lived this day, what is the story I'm going to tell today? And then I just stick, you know, do something and put it in the pocket or make some adjustments. Uh, the way that I'm doing foundation pages now feels more flexible. So I create some of the pages in advance and some of them are in pockets and some of them are outside of pockets and some have... Um, are more directed in their storytelling approach. Like 
you know, what do I love about the season with 10 things and the one through 10 is already on there. Right. And so when that day comes, then I'm just writing, you know, Oh, what, here's my, um, following mm -hmm. my own directions, um, to put that together. And then that could be, maybe I decide I want to do that on day one, or maybe I decide I want to do that on day 22. Um, so that's kind of that approach. I know there are some people that like look at their calendar and they know, okay, I'm going to see the Nutcracker or I have this family event on this day. So they're using their calendar in conjunction with knowing what's happening in their own lives to kind of dictate what stories they would tell. And that's definitely another approach. I think I might do that a little bit um, this year too, in terms of, you know, like we're going to go, the symphony here is doing star wars on december 1st so that's probably going to be my first story um and then i'm actually going to be traveling this year in december which i don't always do because because I'm doing <laughs> um, but this year we're gonna a group of family and and friends are going we're going to new york um from the fifth through the ninth so right now i'm kind of figuring out what am I going to do to document that in this project and what's that going to look like? And I have some ideas, but nothing nailed down yet. So what are you doing in New York? Um, well, we're, so Simon, it's kind of a 16 year old trip. It's kind of what we decided. And so, yeah, <laughs> so this is where he, one of the places that he has really wanted to go. And he is a, a very big movie fan, just movies in general. And so he kind of wants to go to all the movie locations of like, he wants to see the Ghostbusters firehouse and um, he wants to go to the plaza, but from, because of home alone, but that's yeah. actually not open right now. So we're not going to go there. They're refurbishing it. Um, we're going to go to, we're going to see Hamilton. Nice. We're going to see, yeah, we're going to see wicked. So Katie who works for me is coming to, and my mom and my sister and Elliot, um, one of Aaron's kids and so we've got this kind of mishmash of like seven people that are going we're gonna do the um, crown of the Statue of Liberty because I've never gone there either we'll do the 9-11 memorial um, he wants to go to the Natural History Museum so we're gonna be doing all of those kinds of and then you know like the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center. It's fun. If you're near the 9-11 memorial and you need food yes. the Hudson Eats food court okay it's go amazing. there okay yes and everyone can get something different Okay. And like, well, it's all of the best New York food places. Like they okay. all got like a food court. Well, that sounds awesome. Cause we're talking about, we have reservations for the Statue of Liberty in the morning. And then we're thinking, we're thinking of doing that and then eating and then doing 9-11 later. Okay. Yeah. Good. Hudson Thank Eats you. food court. I've Good. been okay. like multiple times since going back home. Yeah. yeah. Super okay. great place. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking about somebody. I think it was um, Jess on my creative team. Somebody had said, talked about doing a um, traveler's notebook that would go inside my December daily album. So I'm kind of thinking about that, like having something that's separate. I don't have to take the six by eight album. I don't have to take all my stuff, but set up some sort of little traveler's notebook where I can be writing stuff down and like have you know vertical one vertical photo yeah. each day or something like that. So. We'll see. Fun. That's we'll see. maybe keeping is fun. <laughs> yeah. And I know, you know, like, yeah. point, like oh, okay, it's, it's hard to leave during that time of the year. And then we were like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. You have to live a life to be able to talk about the life. Right. <laughs> and Christmas right, well, in that's... New York is amazing. And Christmas in New York yeah. is amazing. The one other time that I've been yeah. there for any period of time, besides just flying in and out of there, was in like the same time period six years ago in December. So that'll be fun. Bundle up. 
Uh, yeah, right. It was very cold last time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So cold. And it's so funny because around Christmas Eve, I'm like, all right, I've had enough of this. And then we, yes. have, like, we have like four more yes. months of it. Yeah. And then you so realize that the first yeah. day of winter was yeah. actually just three yeah. days ago. Two days ago. That's yeah. a problem. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. So fun. So this... So this technically isn't your first December daily where you've traveled. You said you did That's true. Yeah. So yeah. the other time, so that was 2012 and I did a four by six album that year. That's the only year that I've done that size, which was great for that because, oh, yeah, I mean, it was small, but it was great because it was very targeted. It was very easy to do one story per day because you really are only working with that size. And that was easy to travel with. That trip was just Aaron and I. And so I had a little more time to, to like, bring more stuff. So I actually sat in the hotel room and worked on some of the stuff this time with taking kids. And I just don't know that that same level of involvement is going to be able to happen besides mm. just photography and, and journaling sort of stuff. So we'll see. Yeah, Who something knows? tells me you'll make it work. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt. There's no doubt about that. It's more just yeah. figuring out what makes the most sense. Um, and I don't want to scrapbook it twice either. So I would like to have like whatever I do in that traveler's notebook still, you know, be reflective of that time. And then I will probably do a photo book, um, of the trip because then like each of the, you know, I could give one to my mom and each of the kids could have one and that kind of stuff. So initial plans. Fun. Yeah. And most photography with your iPhone or are you going to bring I'm going to take my other camera. I'll probably take. I'm not, sorry, one of the cameras I've been using, I've been doing more, a little more video too. So mm-hmm. I've been using this Canon um, G7X, which is a little, a little oh, camera cool. that's great for video, like vlogging video, because you can turn the camera around and you can mm. see the thing. Um, but it also takes really good picture, still pictures too. So I may just take um, this one with me or I might bring the bigger one. I don't know. We'll see. When you're so bundled up and you're outside a lot, it's hard to have that big camera. Yeah. Yeah. It just gets lost in the fluff. Yes. Yes. The back horse nature of, yes. Yeah. 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 So a little December daily on the road this year. Yeah. Be good. It's fun how all of these projects, even when you do them year after year, find new ways to, you get to be a problem solver over and over again. I think I like that part of my job. Like, I think that that is a part of what I like about working. <laughs> like I like, <laughs> yeah. being, like I like yeah. being a problem solver. Like I like using my brain. I like, you know, having to figure out how is that going to work? Like I like that is a, that is something that I enjoy um, a part of it. And I feel like that keeps it interesting too. You know, there's lots of people that will say, Oh, I do the same thing every year. Why would I document this again? Everything looks exactly the same. And I think, I can't remember if we talked about that before, but I I have talked about that before of how, you know, it may look the same on the outside, but your inside may not necessarily look the same. Sometimes there are very dramatic exterior changes too, or just your interest level in things. Like maybe you want to do, you want to switch it up. You're going to do a way smaller size, or you're going to, you know, do a six by eight, or you're going to do a nine by 12, or just like, you got to figure out ways to keep it interesting for yourself um, too. Yeah. Yeah, And as somebody who doesn't have uh, kids and as like, it's just me and my partner, we live here in Michigan. 
most of our family and friends live a plane ride away. There's so much stuff you can document. I mean, even if you're not super religious, I mean, I celebrate Christmas. He celebrates some Jewish holidays. He doesn't love Hanukkah. But, I mean, we could celebrate. We do a lot of the end of year stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, My December daily is always filled with, like, I want to say, like, what's happening in the news. But that's going to be less focused this year (laughs) um because you know take a break (laughs) more more joyful things in my december daily right i'm gonna keep it like happy and uplifting and so like a lot of just what's your favorite song of the year like spotify spotify does uh you know here's all the stuff you listen to this year yeah i screenshotted that and put that in my book yeah i love that like what is your life about yeah it's always different it's always different that's totally excuse me that's completely the way that i think about it um for sure i just like i mean i definitely feel like i like the reflective nature of it too you know like you're saying like kind of it's it's the end of the year right and there is definitely some of that mixed in and um I just like, again, the magic for me, it really gets back to that. Even if it, even, I think even if I didn't have kids, it would still be, you know, like, how do you create magic for yourself? Where do you see magic happening in the world? You know, just the twinkle lights and the coziness, like all of those things I really love about that season of year, season of the year. Like those are the things that I want to bring into the stories that I'm telling. Um, you know, how can I pay attention to those things happening around me, which all these projects are all about paying attention. Like that's definitely one of the core um, things for me is encouraging people to pay attention to their life um, and make changes if you want to or not. Yeah, So good. I really like that you bring up magic and um, I like the idea of, especially with Christmas and Hanukkah and the end of the year of like the idea of light and bringing that into our lives because um once we get to the end of December it becomes at least for us in in the northern hemisphere the darkest time and I know a lot of us have a hard time in the winter Mm-hmm. A lot of us suffer from either seasonal affective disorder. A lot, of, a lot of us have gone through bouts of depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know Amanda well, and I were both wondering, what are some of the things that you do to help carry that magic and light through from December through to the time where we get to go outside again yeah I think I feel like like as you were saying that I mean I actually feel like this project is one of the things that I do like having this project is having you know gives me a very specific focus uh during December um but I'm also a homebody and I'm also somebody that says no to a million like I just would rather stay home and we don't go to a ton of parties or you know like that's not my lifestyle where other people it is which is totally awesome but I would rather like where's my popcorn and fire (laughs) and blanket and hot chocolate and yes you guys want to watch another movie yes let's watch it you know when can we have a marathon like that's that's what we're what we think about um in terms of wellness I I don't know like I I I'm not sure I, I don't think that I take 
care of myself in the way that I should, except for that I do this, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, this is the a way that I mentally check myself by, you know, looking at those stories and how am I pulling out the positive things and how am I pulling out, um, how am I letting myself be cozy and calm and not get caught up in the Christmas uh, hectic, you know, pieces right. that you could, you could allow it to be like, I make conscious choices regularly to not have it be um, that way. And I think, you know, immersing myself in this project is, is, is part of that. Um, I really don't like being cold either. <laughs> so like any, like any outside stuff, I know lately I've been talking about walking outside when it gets colder and I bought rain pants. And I'm like, all gung-ho but i'm gonna have to have like 10 layers of stuff on is the reality yeah, i got my gloves i got my everything um but i like coming in from the cold too so that's what i'm hoping is going to help kind of fuel some of that um yeah because you you definitely like you feel like that movement exercise piece is a big part of the mental wellness for sure yeah i know i know i know no i know it i know it to be true yeah yeah. Um, for myself. So yeah, I could walk inside or whatever and, 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 and go to yoga. And I like doing that. So those are things that I will continue to do or yoga in my house. I actually just, this is kind of a lazy thing. Well, I don't even, I don't know if this is smart or what this there's, there's some word that will describe what this <laughs> is, but I just bought another yoga mat for myself that I will have in my, can ha keep in my office. Yes. <laughs> Because I don't want to have to walk to the other end of the house to get my yoga yeah. mat. It's an office yeah. mat. Yoga in my office. Yeah, it's an office mat. So, yes. So I yeah, just, That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Are you like that with chapsticks? Because I have a car oh, chapstick, okay, yes. a purse chapstick, yes. an yes. office chapstick. Yes. And I read... So it's kind of when you said that, that's what I thought of. Yeah, every coat pocket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, re I read a meme the other day that said, I lost my bedside chapstick and I took the car chapstick to put there and now my whole life is in disarray because yes. you like yeah it's yeah so true yes well and I hope that like the idea there right is setting myself up for success right another yeah. way of like not you know that if it's just sitting right there that's really easy for me to do 20 minutes or you know something short which is how I would like to do things, but yeah. you know, doesn't always yeah break from the desk staring or the computer staring yeah, yeah. right yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. 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 That's a really good totally idea. Totally get it. Totally get it. I have it. space right here. I should totally just put a <laughs> yoga mat right here. And then instead of my standing and thinking and not like just, you know, literally just standing and thinking, I could be standing and thinking and doing yoga. Yeah. Or like rolling I, around on your floor. Like that's yeah. what I, I mean, like just <laughs> even, even laying down flat. I know. Like, this yeah. feels so good. I'm stretching. When I did, I did. 30 days of yoga with um, yoga with Adrian last January. And I loved that. Like that was really great. And I did most of that actually here in the office. It's like the first thing I did when I came in to start my day, I just went ahead and started that right then, but I haven't done it again since then in that way. But that's what made me think I should just put, then I can have one in my bedroom so I can do it in there. And then I can have one in my, yeah. It's like when you get those acrylic words, it's just there as a reminder. And that's yes. kind of what your mat is. I'm like, oh, it's right there. Yeah. Oh there's couldn't be, it could not be any easier. <laughs> it's like movement. Yeah. Can happen here. Yeah. <laughs> I can't walk down the hallway to get it out of my bedroom. <laughs> no, it's, that one in here. It's, not in, it's not in plain sight. It's yes. It is. It privilege. Is. Privilege. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. No, but 
getting back to what you said about kind of using December Daily and the process of making it to kind of bring the wellness part in, right? And to make sure you're paying attention, to make sure that that part of your brain is actively looking for the good, I guess. I, I, I've been really, memory keeping to me has really been in my face that like, Amanda, that's what you love about it. Like, it's just like, and I just talked about myself in third person, but that's because I've been. We got you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, because I've been looking at my old stuff and I'm like, huh. I was like, look at all this good stuff. Like, I, I think my brain goes a lot. I don't know if it's because I'm older and it's not where I thought I would be or, you know, like timeline has been an issue with me. It's been like a running stream this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but but when I look at I'm like, look what you remember, keep looked at the good stuff, you, the magic you did. Yeah. Pull. Yeah. And so that's just so good for your mental wellness Yeah. <laughs> to have proof and to see it. Yeah. No, I I totally think so. And I think for me specifically, like I know we're going to talk a little bit about one little word, but that's definitely like that project for me has been the one that I can literally go back and read what I would say are more, you know, more intimate feelings, more intimate things. I don't, those albums live on their own. Like they're not incorporated into other things. So I can go back into them and I can read you know, five years ago or seven years ago or what, you know, how was I, I think back to 2011. So I guess that's however long ago that was, um, you know, how was I feeling then or what, you know, what was I focusing on? Some of the things are the same, like, you know, here we are, however many years later, I'm still running on that same track. Um, but some of them, I can also see the progression of growth, which I think is great for confidence. It's great for, the knowledge that things change, you know, that we make it through things, right. That, that, that we evolve out of ways of thinking that we had previously. I mean, it's, that's just been like, I love that project because of that as well. So yeah, majorly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I had a thought recently where it's like, I always felt that like journeys were just like, a straight line, right? That you pass things and whatever. But like you just said, like I've been learning that they're kind of cyclical, like they're cyclical going up. Like you do yeah. level up, you do evolve, but you do yeah. come around the same thing. Yes. yes. So I find that interesting that, you know, cause you're still evolving and you're still moving forward, but it's almost in this like spinning type of thing where you're yeah. coming around to old things. Totally. But, yeah. I think yes. And sometimes it's fast and sometimes it's slow. Yeah. Sometimes you get yeah. stuck in a loop, right? Sometimes right. you're actually stuck in that loop and you're like, how do I get out of this loop? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, I don't think that I, if, if it didn't have an underlying benefit, I don't think that I would have continued to do it for this long. Right. You know, I just don't. Oh, yeah. I, I can't, if it was just about the product, like it, I, I would not get enough soul satisfaction out of yeah. it. Um, yeah. And yeah. so explicitly like you feel the benefit is just that self-exploration, like the constant. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And I think that the self-exploration piece, I think, is really important. I think it is important to see ourselves in the story, um, you know, to li- like literally seeing ourselves, which is why I take pictures of myself and do mm-hmm. selfies and, and things like that or ask other people to take pictures of me. I think that that's important. Um, 
you know, as you are kind of having this view of your own, your, your whole life, being able to see yourself. Um, I also think that the, the ideas of focusing on gratitude and um, just really like paying attention again, you know, paying attention to your life and what's happening and what, what is good and what is not good. And I, you know, and actually asking yourselves those questions. And then even if you're taking little baby steps, but I mean, that all gets mixed into the stories that I'm telling, like lessons learned, or, you know, I'm watching my kids and what, what is a lesson that I'm actively seeing them learn? And then what are my reflections on that? Like, those are the kind of stories that I feel like I get the most satisfaction out of rather than, you know, we had mac and cheese for dinner tonight. Like, yes, that's interesting. That's whatever. That's one little blip of something, but it's a lot of those longer ones that are more valuable to me, I think, overall. Yeah. I get that. Let's go back to one little word and talk a little bit more about how these two projects December Daily and One Little Word come back to back. Yeah. But they are, oh, and I think, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I would say that they're probably your two most loved projects. I know they're my, the two projects I love the most from you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think so, for sure. Yeah. Um, They're the two that I've been doing for the longest. Yeah. And they're, they're two- the two that have like definitive workshops, right? Or One Little Word does. One little word, yes, and in December Daily is more like that's more co- blog content, but there are workshops, and I feel like people can work on that with you. Yes, yeah, yeah. yep, yeah. And one little word, like I, I'm now I don't post about that very much mm-hmm. at all. Like that's pretty much all workshop. You know, that is that is part of that workshop. Is there you're getting my reflections, you're getting you know more of those kinds of stories in there than. Um, it's been a safe place for for those kinds of stories. Yeah, it's such an interesting, uh, like, the two projects, there's such an interesting dichotomy between the two of them, where, like, December Daily is very much share, share, share. Here's this open community of, like, this is what's going on in everyone's lives. Like, you know, Susie and her kids went to the park with their dog in Australia and you can see everyone's family and you know here's who's celebrating under the tree this week yeah and you know and it's very crafty too right and and everyone's putting out like you can see the most like literally the most gorgeous creations and some of the people in the December daily community put hours and hours into their work and you can see craftiness from the beginner beginner to the most advanced crafter and it is incredible and it's all you know there's stuff on everyone's blogs there's stuff on all social media networks it is like crafty overload all over the place Mm -hmm. but one little word is very quiet (laughs) it is and it's it's very introspective and it's so wonderful and it it in in the workshop you come in and like it's so it's like school for me you know you come in and you do your work and you say you know this is my goal here's what I want to accomplish with my word you know and and so I know this is about the time of the year where everyone kind of starts to think about their word if you've been participating for a while um for some of us it takes like maybe till 
sometimes till January, mm-hmm. maybe even sure. longer if you need to change sure. your word. Yep. Um, but I'd love for you to tell us a little bit more about, you know, how you started One Little Word and, you know, where you see that helping helping people with their stories as well. Yeah, man. I don't even know. Like, I can't even pinpoint when it started. I'd have to go back and do some research. <laughs> a <laughs> long see. ass time ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was a long time. It was a super long time ago. And it... I feel like it, it was a newsletter thing. Like for a, for a while there, I had a newsletter that I did more um, uh, like, what's the word? Specific content for it, right? Like I was writing more for it. And and um, and that's just evolution of everything anyway. Uh, and that's actually one of the places where December Daily initially showed up there. And I think that that's kind of where one little word showed up as well. But it was this idea of not of, not having resolutions. Like I had had resolutions for a long time. And I think that my friend Andrea Scher, S-C-H-E-R, if I remember right, um, I feel like she had written something about a man, some sort of a superhero manifesto or something like that. This would have been, you know, how, you know, 11 or 12 years ago too, that was talking about words and things like that. And I think that it kind of came together out of that, this idea of, you know, this year I'm just going to pick one word and I'm going to focus on that. And I think that I did like five years of words before we started the workshop. I think the workshop was like in 2011. Um, And the, in the years, maybe, is that right? I don't know. Anyway, my timeline could not, you know, may not. This is why I write this stuff. Yeah, yeah totally fine. <laughs> ready this. Um, it, I had a word and I just kind of like was like, yeah, you're going to li- I picked a word. I'm going to live with it and blah, blah, blah. And then um, when I was doing workshops for big picture classes back in the day, um, I think that somebody said, oh, you should do a one little word workshop. And I was, you know, my initial response to anyone's suggestion usually about anything is, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, nope, I don't want to do that. That's too much work. I don't want to do that. Like, oh my God, how then I got to think through all that stuff. But that's what I'm like, I actually am a good problem solver. And so once I, once I am able to adopt that into myself, I was like, okay, so what would that look like? And what's the structure? And I actually, just before I got on with you guys, I was cleaning up here in the office and I pulled out one of my old notebooks, which I think is from the first year that I did the class. And I had like, my whole schedule on there and all these check boxes for like each month and all the things that I needed to do each month for the workshop, because what the workshop did was make, held me accountable. Uh, the workshop held me accountable to my word and made me say every month, I'm going to do something, you know, some sort of creative prompt related to this word. I don't know what's going to be yet, but it's going to be something and I'm going to figure it out as I go along. And that's the way that it's been, you know, ever since then, like I haven't stopped. I've done it every, so for however many years, every month I've done something related to my word that year. And sometimes it's photo related and sometimes it's just writing. And sometimes it's a little bit of a, you know, painting or collage. Um, There's a lot of prompts that I've repeated over the years, which I feel like I don't care that I'm repeating them because I have a different word every time. And I like to see like, how how does this word, you know, manifest itself in this same prompt? Um, But the whole idea of picking a word, you know, like thinking about what do you want to bring into your life? What are the intentions you want to set for yourself? Um, 
often more from like a permission granting perspective rather than a, I'm going to lose 30 pounds, you know, or whatever, whatever it might be, whatever your resolution might be. I resolve to do this and this and this. I feel like this is kind of a more gentle and holistic way to think about changes that you might want to make in your life. And for me, every year I've had a pretty clear focus, right? Of something that I really wanted to, to work on. And I've, you know, had all of these different words and they almost always include some sort of wellness aspect that's always there because I'm always <laughs> working on that. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, I, I like picking words that have multiple meanings. Um, I like picking words that have literal and figurative sorts of meanings so that I can play around with different approaches to the word. So this year, um, my word is space, which has been really interesting. I've, I've actually really liked having this word. And so I've done a lot of looking at like the, the space, the space that my body takes up, you know, like literally in space, like how much room my body takes up, um, the space around me, you know, like the, my living space, um, spaces in between things. I've looked at like my online space, um, and how, you know, how just all these different arenas It allows me to focus on these different things throughout the year so that again, I'm limiting, I'm limiting what I'm focusing on over the course of the year, right? There's still room to, you know, go in all these different directions, but rather than feeling like a chicken with its head cut off and, you know, going over around and around, I'm like, okay, this year I'm focusing on space. And then next year I'm going to focus on something else. And last year I focused on this and that just for me and from a personal development standpoint has been amazing. It's been a really, um, I like having that, that kind of structure, um, for that project. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's been going on a long time too. Yeah, I remember reading about my one favorite. little word in a magazine. Yeah, yeah. It's been in a couple different things. It's had, yes. I remember, yeah, back in back in college, sitting on Saturday nights like I did at the scrapbook store, hanging out, reading magazines and being like, oh, yeah, Allie Edwards, one little word. This is what we're going to do, figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. No resolutions, one little word. Sounds like a fantastic idea. Yeah. If Allie's doing it, I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Next year, and I Allie think has no idea what she's doing. <laughs> she's doing That's totally okay. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I yeah, for sure. No, yeah, I, I I love it as a companion to regular memory keeping. Mm -hmm. I think that I think that that piece of it is really nice, also because it gives me a place to literally make my relationship with that word visible, right? I mean, that's these are all the words that I say in there, but that's literally what it does. Um, and I like that opportunity to be able to respond to those questions or to, you know, just, I'm gonna find pictures that relate to my word this month and here they are. And okay, that allows me to see things in a different way than I saw them before. Or this is really hard and then ask myself like, why is this hard? Mm -hmm. you know, what are the reasons why this is hard this time or and I've had words that I didn't like um there's one specific one that I just, just still I still don't like the word <laughs> but that's it's still, funny it is funny and it you know I mean most of the time I think I have a pretty decent experience because I have realistic expectations 
right? I'm not going into it going, my life is going to completely change yeah, because right. I picked this word. I'm just like, yeah, this is the word I'm going to focus on this year. Um, and if you do and, it every year, how can your life change every single year with just one word? Well, and your life is changing all the time anyway. Like right. I already kind of, that's just my fundamental thing. And so for me, just like you said, it's an education. Like that's the way that I, I mean, I like that you are feeling that way when you come into the classroom, but that's also the way that I'm approaching it in my own life is like, how can I learn from this word this year? Right. How can this word educate me, right. um, you know, about life, about the right. world, about who I want to be and who I don't want to be. Um, yeah. That's so, so true. Fun. Cause it's not a destination with the, this with one little word there's never no. a destination right. it's just like you're inviting it in and then I've always found that I think on every single word I've ever had always it's like always just then something I learned that it just kind of lingers with me there's never a destination like an no. end point. yeah and I like I mean I like that part of it and me I too. and I like that it's a 12 month period like yeah we've you know we're man we've manufactured a constraint based on a 12 month calendar but it's, I like that there's an end and then you move on to something else. And sometimes people like to keep their words or they feel like they're not done with it or, you know, all kinds of things come up for people with this. And for me, I've been, I've pretty much been like by the, I'm done by the end and I would like to move on to something else because, and it's usually like October, November kind of when, and I've started thinking about it a little bit. And even like a couple months ago, I thought I had a word that I was definitely going to use. And now I'm like, I don't know if that's mm -hmm. actually, if it's as relevant as it felt like at that particular point in time. So I just kind of wait and see like, you know, what do I know that's happening next year? What, you know, are there, what are the, th what do I want to work on? What do I want to learn about? What do I want to investigate? What do I want to explore? Um, that's kind of how I figure out what I, um, what I want to focus on. One thing that's really exciting for next year um, that we're doing is we are going to have a one little word journal and it's not going to be the same as the December daily journal. It's going to be more, I don't know if I can explain how it is. Like it's, it's 12 months and it has some different prompts in there than we do in the class. So for people that are looking for more, you know, there's always people that are like, I would, you know, this isn't, this isn't enough. Like I want more, more prompts. Or I want to do more things with my word. Like this is going to be a really cool way. I think for people to have a different experience based on this journal setup. So that'll be interesting. Fun. I'll be interested to hear what you guys think about that too. Yeah. Well, more notebooks and journals are always <laughs> yeah, no, I for know. me on my list. That's ah. I just was like going through my drawer of like, yeah, okay, can I unload like this summer? It's too much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds fun. awesome. Yeah. And it's always really fun to just put pen to paper and figure stuff out. Yeah. And yeah, so I think so too. And I think one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about in general lately related to memory keeping is this idea of loosening up like loosening up. And I, when I say that, I always think like, I always shake my body. <laughs> like I kind of want to shake it off kind of thing. Like how can we get looser? And this is always, whenever I say anything like that, it's always related to like what I need to hear myself. Um, you know, how can we get looser with, you know, without feeling like we always have to have the exact same albums or, you know, the same size or the same, that it, everything needs to happen in the same way. And I, I'm somebody that talks about structure. Like I like structure and I like those sorts of things. 
but it, it gets back to people feel the perfectionist thing of, you know, that things need to be in, in this little row, or I need to have exactly these products, or I don't have the same color white cardstock that I used yesterday. You know, all those kinds of things that are like become stopping points yeah. rather than like just looking at everything as a tool. Yeah. Anything can go in there. Like I wrote this big blog post the other day that was responding to some questions that one of the community members had. And it was talking about overcoming kind of barriers or the kind of barriers that we put up for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about how I see albums as like containers. It's just a container. It's just Mm -hmm. to hold, it can hold all kinds of stuff in it versus somebody feeling like it has to be chronological or it has to be, you know, whatever. I feel like we've spent a lot of time, people spend a lot of time getting bound up about that yeah. part of it too. And I love that you think about it as loosening. And yeah. I think that same idea I've been referring on the podcast, I think of it as raw. Like that's what I've been using. I've been saying, oh, I miss that raw, yes. like just put things together. Like, yes. But it's the same idea. It's the same, like, I feel like once you nail down something that it works or people respond to like this goes with everything like me and my sister have been talking about it with tv shows it's like once yeah. a tv show is not that raw new we need you to like us so we got to be good type of thing yeah. then it just becomes like oh we're so popular and we have an audience like we don't gotta try or like we know what works like i don't yeah. know i just yeah. feel like what happened to that raw like who cares how it works i love doing this and da, 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 da. yeah yeah and where's the where does the passion come from and how does that yeah yeah. Well, I love how we just spent like this whole episode talking <laughs> about how like the first thing you talked about was you used to make your covers for your December daily and we used to have to like find albums because we didn't have all this stuff before. And now you've just built this whole like mini empire on all these albums and stuff that everyone can have, but <laughs> still you mix it up every single year. And one of the coolest things that you do is you come out with new stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, and I love, like, I love this December day. I mean, I, I don't do anything that I don't love because I don't want to do things that I don't love. Right. Like I'm dumb. Who has time for that? past that point now. Um, You know, and for, for me, December daily is such an immense time commitment. Like, like if I didn't love it, it would be really, really hard to do. But every time I do it, like I have it out on my table right now because I just finished my projects for the product plate class and I'm starting to do my foundation pages just the again the problem solving like that's what I love about it I love moving stuff around and and you know trying to think ahead a little bit of like oh what kind of story could I tell here or who cares I have no idea what kind of story I'm going to tell here but I just like this product so I'm going to stick it in you know the pocket like there's a combination of all of that stuff playing and I mean even you know I it's so different now than before where I bought all the products you know, now to where now it's like, we have this whole collection and I'm like, you, nobody needs the entire, nobody needs all this stuff. (laughs) Like I'm always like, you do not need, do not buy it. You do not need everything, but we will have things available if you would like them. But I even bought some of the, um, I think it's the Marion Bright collection paper. Mm -hmm. It's so cute. And it's, it's so, so not ever what I would design myself. Like it's very illustrative. Like I just, that's just not what it's, you won't get that from me because that's not what I do. Um, but I love it. I've been like taking out little pieces and I'm like, <laughs> how could, where can I put this in, you know, with the other stuff without making people mad that I'm not using all my own, you know, like we got there's this, I don't, right. I, there, there's lots of ways that I can't win. Yeah. <laughs> right. Of course you can't please everybody all the time, no matter no. what you do. 
No, but it's fun. And I, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's fun. I always, yeah, it's good times. Yeah. I, I'm excited uh, about it coming around again. Yeah. And then I'll be like, peace out. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that cyclical thing. That yeah. Comes that's, around and, for yeah. sure. And that for me, it's definitely like, it's, it is structured cyclical because I will do December daily up until, you know, the probably 27th or 28th is usually when I finish. And a lot of times I will have already done my January one little word prompt by then. So I'm usually doing it in December. Depends on if we're traveling or, you know, sometimes I wait. Um, but then that's a whole mental shift for me from like, okay, that's done, put away. Like literally, I'm not going to look at that again until we're designing products. And then here's the next thing. So it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. But so you, you, it's fun though. You um, don't, you think about one little word as you're doing December daily, but you don't actually work on it. Well, so I, like, I will probably, like, over the next couple months now, I will figure out what my word is going to be. And then we will get, I think this year, I think we're trying to put the One Little Word products for sale in November instead of in December. I Don't quote me on that, but I think that that was what we were trying, that was what we were targeting um, for, you know, for lots of reasons. We want, I always want, I want, I want to have a month buffer for people for shipping yeah. wherever it goes. Um, but usually once we get the products here, which I have, we don't have any in-house right now for, for next year, then I will start, you know, kind of organizing the stuff for myself. And I, th I feel like I probably do it sometime in December. Like I actually do the prompt because I need to have it up in the mm -hmm. classroom on the first. Um, so I can't remember. Sometimes I wait, just depends on the calendar and mm -hmm. schedule and the other deadlines. Makes sense. Yeah. It's good times. Yeah. <laughs> good and busy times. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's work. It's definitely like, this is a job. Um, but it's also like, I am so happy. Like, I can't imagine not doing this. And I get to work in my house. And, you know, I mean, there's all of these things that are just amazing pieces of it that I've been really lucky to be able to, to do this. Yeah. But it's a lot still. <laughs> sure, I know. It must be. Even There's just positives like... and negatives. It's yeah. everything else. Don't get any crazy ideas. Yeah. yeah. So this anyway. season's theme is work smarter, not harder. And one of the questions we've been asking everybody is, how has this notion helped you in your life? I love this sentiment this is like this is it's everything to me and i there was definitely a time for me in my working life you know in this working life so i think 2005 is about when started being more of a job um for me and there were many 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 years where i thought that working harder equated like literally more time you know working longer working harder equated to being good at something um and i think that that there are positives and negatives to that the positives are kind of like that 
what's the 10,000 hour thing or you guys yeah. know what that is you know where you put if you put in 10,000 hours into something like I've definitely put 10,000 hours <laughs> um, into this and so all of those years of building and working really hard but not working smart I don't think you know when I think back on I mean it, it was good in some ways and it was not good in other ways because I think in my personal situation it was probably detrimental to some of my relationships because I am a more obsessive kind of person so it also you know being brutally honest like I really, it's easy for me to sit at the computer. It's easy for me to ignore everybody else. It's easy for me, like this is a safe place, right? For me, most of the time <laughs> to come yeah. and sit, you know, and and be here in a place where I, you know, am in control of what I'm doing and I'm not having to deal with the exterior of whatever else. So I think for many years it was an escape. It was a place for me to go to. So at some point in time, probably after I hired Katie to come start working for me, not as my nanny anymore, but as to actually work for my business. And as I had somebody to talk to more about this stuff and she's looking at me going like, why are you sitting here? <laughs> you know, and where I think that, especially after I hired her, I felt like, oh, okay, now that I have an employee, I really have to sit here from nine to five. You know, and I, this is, this is what working people do. You know, this is what I need to do. This is how I am being a good, you know, creator or a good, a good business person. And she literally was like, what, go do something else. Like, you don't need to be sitting here. You don't need to be, you know, wasting your time. What? And it wasn't even wasting my time, but it would be, you know. Filler work. Yeah, you know, it would just, I would be making up stuff to do or whatever. Right. Was, mm -hmm. Or I would, and so through that, through those discussions with her, it really gave me permission to be like, I don't have to sit at my desk all the time. I need to know what my jobs are. I need to do my jobs and then I need to go do something else. And I think having her for me, she is in a lot of ways like my handler. Like she, she takes care of so many other things and she says, here, these are the 10, these are the five things you need to do this week. And then I'm like, yay, here I go. And I, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I go in and I, I put in my hard work right into these chunks of things that I need to do. And then when I'm done with those things, I'm done. And I should go read a book and I should go mm -hmm. exercise and I should go play with my kids and I should go hang out with Aaron and I should go do these other things that before I just felt like, I own a business, so I must sit here. But I also, and along the, those same lines, is um, something related to the internet, which, which is this idea of, you know, I have a certain sense of commitment to my community, and I have spent years where I was on there way too much, right? And way, like, just, just which has been, again, positive and negative, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, kind of silly amounts of time where now is, it's more, much more structured and, and more... Like, this is when you can, you know, I'll probably be on here then. I'm, you may not even notice that I'm not on there when I'm not yeah, on there. right. You know, right. versus whereas before I felt like I needed to be sitting here all the time and needed to be immediately responding to people and, you know, which is more of my, that personality too. So. Totally. So, yes, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I've been working on working yeah. for a long time. But Katie was definitely a smart move. Yeah, I think that was, a, and that was a big catalyst too, just in, you know, learn, figuring out what wasn't sustainable either. Like that was not going to, 
you know, and enabled me to be able to do something long-term, which is what I want this to be a long-term thing. And in order for it to be long-term, it needs to still be life affirming rather than life depleting. Right. Right. I think that's the biggest thing. It was like one of those questions we need to ask ourselves is what am I doing? Is what I'm doing sustainable? Yeah. Yeah, and it's actually one of the questions now. So Katie and I, we do at least an annual, sometimes we do it more often than that, meeting where we sit down and we're like, what are we doing that's dumb right now? You know, like what are the pieces of the things that we're doing that we really, that we don't, we do not need to do that anymore? Or can we have somebody else do that? Or is it even something that we need to be doing at all and being able to ask those kinds of questions to be able to be working smarter because we don't want to not be working smart. Yeah. Right. right. Absolutely. Right. I find that smart people get stuck in that. Like smart people are not working smarter. Like what is totally. happening? <laughs> like, well, I just... think for me, it was more of like, it was, gets back to like that idea of the stories that we tell ourselves, right? The story right. that I was telling myself was that people who are successful are very committed to their jobs. And to me being very committed, translated to translated to being available at all times, as well as needing to sit in your desk from nine to five. That's mm-hmm. what, you know, and the reality is, is that's not really, it's not really the case. Yeah. And then because you're smart, you want to trust what you think. But then the stories yeah. that you tell are like. They're not. A, no. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm past that's that true. now. I'm like, man, I could tell myself the most amazing yeah. <laughs> stories. And I'm like, that is not true. Yeah. Come on. Yep. Yep. So in the same vein, what do you want less of in your life? And what do you want more of in your life? Uh, I want less stuff. Like I always want less stuff, but then I still buy more stuff. (laughs) And so it's that like, it's, we're getting ready to have story camp, which is our event. We do it twice a year and it's actually starting tomorrow. And so I'm in here and I've been printing handouts and putting them together. And then while I'm printing handouts, I'm looking around in the office and I'm like, I can get rid of this, I can get rid of this, I can get rid of this. Like I'm, you know, it's that shedding of these layers. Like what are all these things that I can unload? Um, So just literally less stuff, like let the, the stuff that has been sitting here for years and really I don't need it again. The story I was telling myself was that I needed to keep these binders of stuff from 12 years ago. And really I, I don't. Um, so less of that. What do I want more of? I don't know. I want, um, I feel like, I think I was trying to think about this this morning. I think I want more yoga. I think that I've like, you know, I go in and out with that. I feel like that's probably the thing that I want more of, uh, right now. An extra yoga mat is a good first step. I know. See, there you go. (laughs) I'm really, I'm really good yes, at buying more stuff. I love it. Right? <laughs> See, I'm good at buying more stuff. To add In the vein of more yoga, that doesn't oh, count. Oh well, yes. <laughs> story I'm, with story I'm yeah. No, I totally get it. <laughs> All right, and to, so conclude our episode, I believe we did it with you last episode, but we're going yes. to see how it's changed. It always does. So we're going to do our currently rounds. So we're going to ask you a few currently based off Kristen's currently card. Okay. Which you can find at areyoukristen.com slash currently. So here we go. What are you currently watching? So I'm watching a lot of CNN. That will reveal a lot about me. Um, <laughs> CNN. So we also just watched uh, the series. I think it's on Netflix. That's called Maniac. 
Have you guys seen that one yet? So good. It was so good. It's totally bizarre. It's Jonah Hill and um, uh, Emma Stone. And it's about psychology and drugs, kind of, and memories and stories and we we watched it in two days so we totally did nothing but watch it. <laughs> us too two yeah. days it was great i need to check it out maniac like i hadn't we yeah. i actually saw an ad for it in the new york times because i'm getting the paper now again and i was like what is that and aaron was like what is that and we immediately <laughs> started watching it we're also watching um sharper sharper objects do you guys know that one sharp objects what is the name of it's the one yeah. that's based on one of those uh, Gillian one of novels, yeah, Gillian books with um, Amy Adams. Is Amy in that Adams, one. yep, yep, yep. We're almost done with that one too. We both read the book, so we're yeah. That was last night. We watched six episodes. <laughs> A lot right, of watching. Two good ones to get. Two, there you two go. Good ones to Binging. We only yeah. binge. We don't watch like an hour every night. No, we don't yeah. do that. <laughs> there were no kids here, so we had time. Yeah, yeah. Get it done now. Yeah. <laughs> what are you currently reading? So I am reading the book that I'm reading right now. I read a lot. Um, I think if, if you guys follow me, you probably know I do read a lot. And so this, I've got two books, right? Well, one book right now that I started a couple weeks ago, which is called The Story of a Happy Marriage. And it is um, essays by Ann Patchett. Ann Patchett. Um, and I bought it when I visited her bookstore. She has a bookstore in Tennessee. And so I bought it when I was there. And I just started reading it. And it's really interesting because she talks a lot about writing, you know, and being a writer and, and like being in college. And so some of those kinds of, of essays. So I'm reading that. I'm also reading New York Times because we got a daily subscription and you got to like, I got to get up early just so that I can go <laughs> read the paper because it's so much more reading, but I'm enjoying that too. So, yeah. Nice. What are you currently listening to? CNN. <laughs> no, <laughs> on the no And podcasts. Um, let's see what, <laughs> so podcasts I'm listening to. I listen to the daily. I can't remember if I said that last time. I probably did. That's one I listen to every day. And um, I also like Pantsuit Politics, if you guys have nice. you've heard that one or not. They have a new book coming out, by the way, yeah. I got the other day, and it's called I Think You're Wrong, But I'm Listening. I haven't read it yet, but it looks good. Uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty – I'm not really listening to music right now. I'm pretty much listening to talk, talk-related yeah. things. Yeah. Slow Burn, that's another one. Yeah, it's, all, it's usually politically related. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What are you currently making? May, so I'm working on December daily stuff. I did my pages for the prep part or for the product play. We got a lot of peas going on. Product play yeah. class. And then um, what else do I working on? That's really the kind of the main thing. Look around. That's the main thing right now. December daily stuff. Yep. I saw that one. It looks so cute. It's with teas and it's trees. Trees and, and tags. And text? Yeah, well, it's like, it's like, I couldn't decide what, yeah, it should have just been text. But at first it was words, and I was like, words doesn't sound, I didn't want it to be journaling, because it's not journaling. It's like type and titles. No, text is perfect. Text, I should have just been text, is what I should have said. But yeah, I mean, it's basically any, like, letter forms or numbers or And trees. Titles. And, I mean, trees are so perfect. And then you do such good, like 
stuff with your trees. It's so fun. Like cutting up the little things. I, seriously, I know I have the most fun. It is <laughs> it's, really, it's just really fun. So fun. Yeah, it's very fun. Well, and this is the project. December Daily is really the project that I actually am the most. I would say crafty in, you know, the rest of the stuff I'm, uh, and that's part of the reason why I like doing it at a separate time, right? I'm doing the crafty pieces now. Like I don't do as much in December. Like let me play with all the different papers and whatever now, and then I can focus on the story portion in December, which that's another reason why I do it um, that way. So, yeah. What are you currently feeling? Oh, I don't know what I'm feeling. Like I, I feel really good overall. Like I feel very calm and that's, and that's good. I think sometimes I wonder if uh, we've talked about that. We talked about this before about taking medication, but sometimes whether am I too calm, you know, <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, at what point it does it manage everything to a degree that this is a question I'm asking myself mm -hmm. to a degree where um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of existing in a no, non-drama place personally, which is really nice. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> That's I'll awesome. It. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I'm always like, calm is always the better option than where yeah. else I could go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, and yeah. again, like I am, it is something that I am really intentional about. And like, I go out of my way to do things that allow me to live a more calm existence. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Maybe more for after chatter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, what are you currently planning? Um, well, right now I'm putting together handouts for Story Camp that's starting tomorrow. So that, and then we're doing a prep party for mm -hmm. December Daily, which we've never done before. Um, Katie is the one who really likes doing events. Like she likes putting them on. She likes organizing them. So I'm like, you go do that and I'll show up and talk. And so that's what we do. Um, but the prep party, that's going to be just December daily focus. So we're doing lots of planning for that right now too. Fun. And that'll look like a live. What's that? It'll be like a live uh, stream or? No, not this time. Like we, what we decided to do is we're just going to do, it's kind of like a crop. I mean, it's basically a crop. Like it's the invitation oh. to come to Eugene, bring your stuff, you know, work on finishing last year's or getting ready for this year's. Like this is what we want to focus on. We want to have some community, you know, cheerleading about it. And then I'm going to do a couple presentations, like one just about general storytelling and one about December daily. And we have creative team people that are coming to talk about things that they do in December daily that they love. Um, but we're not doing it. We talked about doing a live stream, but we decided that since this is the first time that we're doing it, we're going to just see how it goes before we even go into that other arena. <laughs> I love it. So it's in person. It's in person. Yeah. It's oh a, it's my a, gosh. That's yeah. so fun. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's that makes... so we have the prep party and we have the product play product play is an online workshop. That's what I've been working on. The prep party is more of a crop like community in-person thing. Fun. Oh, that's fun. Okay. And lastly, what are you currently loving? Trader Joe's yeah. sea salt chocolate covered almonds. So nice. I don't know if you guys have had those, but if you go like in my Trader Joe's, they are above the freezer section. That's the and most dangerous part of Trader Joe's, that, man. I should not be allowed to even look there, but they're up on that shelf and they're in a plastic container. And I think they're called like, it's like Terabino or Turabino sugar. 
or salt or something. They're, it's, yeah. They're like an almond with chocolate on the outside, and then there is like salt and sugar on the outside of the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Say no that more. dangerous. And if they're high, you're tall, so you're probably the only one that could reach them. No one even yeah. can get them. No, those, somebody at my book club, like my local book club here, brought those one time, and now they bring them every time, and now I buy them. <laughs> not, not be no more Should not, I need to not buy them. <laughs> Yeah, they're delicious though. If you need a treat, so, so good, yum. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> I don't have any left. Yeah. No. <laughs> ah, this is amazing. Great revisit. This was fantastic. I love you, Allie. So much. You are amazing as always. I love chatting with you guys anytime. Right. Yeah. Chat, chat. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We're going to head over to After Chatter at patreon.com slash craftiestfemale and chat about some more awesome stuff. If you want to listen and watch us, head over right now, patreon.com slash craftiestfemale and join us. Otherwise, we'll catch you guys next week with another awesome episode. Um, Oh, yeah, we're going to have a really awesome episode next week. (laughs) It's going to be scary. Um, it's not going to be Halloween themed. It's going to be election themed. So, <laughs> the scariest thing we could think of. <laughs> Welcome back for the next episode. Next Thank week. you for not inviting me to that one. <laughs> Where we talk about all themes, uh, election themed, and we tell you that the most important thing is for you to go out and vote. That's so true. make sure that whatever you do, you go out and vote. And if you don't already have your absentee ballot, then you make sure you go get that. Um, thank you again to Allie and we will catch you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye.